Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, this is Gemma. Woo, we've got a lot to cover today, because I am going to do, if I can, a couple shows today, because I'm gonna be gone again, and I've been gone so much lately, and. I just want to start getting my podcast out again for everyone who's ready to hear something, see something, you know, it might not be all of it, it might be a little something. So I want to dive into the mandala effect today. I've been explaining it a lot to various people I meet and it's something that typically seems like, I think I've mentioned it before, but it typically from the surface, if you stumbled on this, it seems like a something, an oddity at best, an oddity at best, and like something, scenario, uh, what is that, uh, s like a little sinister at worst, you know, like, so we don't, like, when people started figuring this out, they didn't know what it was, so I immersed in it, and I listened to what everyone had to say, and then I tuned into uh, my God alignment relationship to hear what he had to say, he, she, whatever, you know, like the nature, force, energy, source energy. So I wanted to get clarity. So I reached out to, you know, my higher self, all that is God, source energy. And I reached out and just to, to get some clarity on it. And I will be sharing that with you today. So um, first of all, let's cover a little bit. I'm just going to stick your toe into this mandala effect thing. Now, the mandala effect has to do with the fact that Nelson Mandela um, back in the 80s died in prison. But then in the 2000s, he got released from prison. And a lot of people who remembered him getting dead in prison, dying, um, they were like, what? You know, like, that's not possible because he died some years ago. So this caused a person, I forget, some, some professor or some college to go a little further with this. And she did research on it. And she found that there was a large percentage of people that remembered he died. So it wasn't just like her mom or something. It was a lot of people remembered. I personally remember him dying. I mean, I was just a kid, but I remember the story about it. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, that made people go further. And they started noticing other small, like that's a major inconsistency, but it's small in the sense that no one knew Nelson Mandela. They just had heard about him. You know, like he was a, a figure they knew of. But then uh, people started noticing other little nuances like um, the titles of movies, uh, lines, famous lines in movies. So it's just like things we grew up with that we said all the time. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest on the wall? We said that. We got that line from a movie. And we repeated it over and over. It was put into many other forms of, um, of, of art and media. And yet today we are in a reality where it's magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Subtle differences. Now, when I first stumbled on this, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, this is crazy. What does this mean? You know, like, as I was saying, you know, I immersed with all of these people who were looking into it. And I was really curious. But a lot of people were like, oh, 
this is indication that they're messing with time and warping it with CERN machines and splitting atoms and, and that was all lovely, but I wasn't feeling any truth in that. That's always the devastation like hypothesis. <laughs> so I like let go of that and I just let the truth creep in. And what I found was beautiful and that's where we want to go today. So if you don't or haven't heard about the mandala effect i would recommend not going any further and just jump onto youtube or brand new tube or someplace like that but you want the video versions because people will run you through a whole bunch at one time and you'll be able to find something you relate to so i would recommend stopping this uh podcast and jumping over there if you can and checking it out so that you have a footing to start from all right now why I am bringing this up is because <laughs> those of you who are practicing with me, God bless you, are expanders. And when we expand, we are leaping timelines. We are leaping, um, not just timeline, no, not there. Yes, there are timelines, but we are leaping from one linear timeline to another linear timeline. It will be in the same time. Although I'm sure there's instances for some people who leap into other times, but it's like they're close. They're very close. And that's why the nuances are so subtle. They're just these little nuances like interview with a vampire becomes interview with the vampire. So um, sex in the city becomes sex and the city. You know, like these are little nuances, but they're big when you've known something a certain way and when we have <clears throat> a strong foundation in the English language because and and a, uh, sex in, in and and are two different words. We use them for different reasons. So it, it is very, you know, interesting. I got a glass of water when the intro was going. I heard you, you probably heard it gurgling. My mom has a very noisy water dispenser. So <clears throat> let's do this. Um, when you expand, you are moving from one linear timeline to another linear timeline, or we could call it one linear matrix into another, well, this is all matrix, right? So within the matrix, things can morph by slip sliding on these different, you know, and this is using the quantum world. So when we are in expanse mode, expansion mode, and this is what we do all the time, this is what I am sharing with you, is high frequency for the purpose of expanding. So when you are expanding, you are moving into another timeline because what happens is if you stayed on the same timeline, it would be exactly the same frequency. That timeline is rated for that frequency. If you expand your frequency, you move to another timeline where different probabilities are occurring than the other one. And why is that? Because as I've said, when you expand your frequency, everything in your world has to be in alignment with that frequency because you are the creator. You are the co-creator. You are the one that sends out the information to your reality that uh, the frequency of my TV, the frequency of my car, the frequency of my job, the frequency of my relationships, it's all the frequency of my home. I've mentioned it before that you know, you'll have lived with all this dust around you, not even notice it, you raise your frequency and suddenly you have this inspired action to get rid of the dust. So on some level, there may be physical 
um, you know, uh, participation. And at other levels, things just happen. Like sometimes my frequency is shifting so quick that other elements have to be provided to make things happen quicker. <laughs> like friends show up out of the blue to make things happen. And and it's all in perfect alignment. It's just so perfection. I can't even tell you. Um, so let's get back to the mandala effect. The mandala effect shows us, like, it shows us that, yes, you have indeed expanded and you're no longer in the same frequency. That's what it does. So the reason I'm sharing this is because if you are an expander, much less a super expander, right? Like I feel like I'm on this super expansion program. If you are an expander, then what you're having happen is glitches. Oh, they, they appear to be glitches because you're, you're finding nuances that are different. Now, the reason that is, I, I've, I've looked at my reality and I know this is happening. And that's why I wanted to share it. Because if I didn't know this was happening, I would think I was insane. And this is my main reason for sharing this with you right now. Because when we feel insane, we are going to not do so well. <laughs> when we feel like we don't know what ends up, we're going to not do so well. Um, my mom had a friend visiting and... I, I've expanded so, so much in the last six years. I mean, massively. But I remember a few years ago, my mom telling me that a, a mutual friend of ours' husband died. And I was very sad for this person, even though I hadn't seen her in so long, so many years, I was very sad for her. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> I got to see this woman last night and this morning. I got to see her and visit with her at my mom's house because um, I stopped in with Bella and um, it was so good to see her and I didn't want to say anything about her husband because I remembered he had died and I thought that must be really sad for her but then she starts talking about him and he's alive like today having issues with this whole COVID Trumpy thingy going on and I was like whoa 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 so there's a part of me that would be like wanting to say I thought your husband died. You know, like there's a part of me that would have wanted to like talk that through, but I know better now. <laughs> I know better. One, it's not going to be conducive to anything. It's not going to bring joy to the conversation or love. Two, I'm just going to feel more insane talking it through. And uh, so it's unnecessary. And it's just a waste of time to share that with someone. And so when we know that these quirks that we're experiencing are actually little tiny pieces of evidence that we are expanding we can celebrate them but if we don't have that knowledge if we don't have that connector ability to connect that holy cow i must have expanded a lot because look how much my reality has shifted i feel like so when i lived in new jersey at this one house my neighbors at one time, you know, I met my neighbors who live behind me. Now they live behind me, so we don't see each other out in our cars because they're on a different side of the block. And um, I went over there. So they told me one time, we were chatting, they came over to fix the fence. And I always saw kids over there and I said, oh, how many kids do you have? Oh, we don't have any children. And they had this sad look and they like, we have our nieces and nephews come over and the family come over. We're the ones that host everyone. Our mother lives with us. So I was like, oh, okay. 
So then I went over there, maybe, you know, three or four years later to ask if he could help me because I knew he had a shop and I needed to get my chuck off of my, my uh, drill and I couldn't get, it was jammed. So I thought he would have a vice or something he could help me out. So um, I went over to his place and his wife was there and he was there and it was these two grown children there. They were like teenagers. And um, so I saw everybody and I was like, oh, I said, um, and you have guests. And they're like, no, these are our kids. They were their kids, teenagers, full grown teenagers. So they had these kids four years or five years before when I talked to them, but they didn't. So this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. I might have felt like I was going crazy because I remember them telling me they didn't have children. And uh, so this is, the, and that's major, but it's minor in a sense that these people are not my friends. I didn't have my best friend. What, I didn't wake up one day and my best friend didn't have a kid, you know, and she had a kid the day before. It's not like that. So, <clears throat> because no one's leaping like that. If we leap like that, God bless you. You know, like I'm almost jealous, but almost not because I would feel crazier. So things shift and they, and they, um, and we find these nuances. And I wanted to share this because in my own heart, I know this is a reality that exists of jumping these linear timelines it's what I call quantum jumping, and it's how you can go from not knowing how to play piano to playing very, very well, very quickly, because all you have to do is find the linear timeline where you started playing piano when you were five, and you just slip over to it. It's so beautiful, and it's conscious creating. You know, we are consciously creating now, and <clears throat> so mm -mm -mm. let me just whew, come back to center with this. Yeah, we are going to be wrapping this up soon, and then I'll see if there's an area where I can expand in this further. So let's just go over this again. There's something called the Mandela Effect. You can go and do some uh, research on that if you want. And when you come back, you'll know that there's these little quirky things that happen, and you'll agree that there were things that happened when you were a kid that now are very different in this reality. It is in this reality. This reality is a linear timeline shift from where you were as a child. And thank God you have these linear timeline shifts because if you didn't, you would be in the same exact frequency of your childhood. Now, it's not to say that your frequency of your childhood was worse, it might've been better, but your ability to move and shift through frequencies is the, um, it is the proof, <laughs> it is the proof that you are a creator right? That you came to create. So celebrate that. Now, as you expand and or contract, but we want to focus on expansion. As you expand, there will be nuances within your reality that change. Why? Because as you expand, you are moving from one linear timeline to another. And as you shift timelines, there are other probabilities. There are other possibilities. And uh, there is another you. So you're slipping into that you. Now, imagine this. This is how timelines occur. Because you're like, well, how are these all here? I will share that with you. Actually, I'll share it with you on the next one because we're running out of time and I just want to wrap this up. So anyway, the reason I'm sharing about the Mandela Effect is because if you're a super expander like me, you're going to notice major changes around you as time goes on and you're going to think you're crazy. And I want to tell you, you're not crazy. So focus in 
on the fact that you've grown as a human, you're an expander, you are a creator, and you will always be an expander and a creator unless you choose otherwise. So don't focus on the negative, just uh, recognize it and celebrate it as evidence of your ability to expand. That sounds amazing. So, um, so that's what we're gonna do. I've just gotta find something now. I gotta find, this is crazy. Okay, here we go. I found it. So just um, play big, man. Play big and uh, give yourself a lot of love. Bye now. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.